Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master along with Corey Johnson. We are live from the Greater Boston Chamber of Commerce annual meeting. Things still setting up, but uh, there'll be a lot more later on. But we are going to talk with one of the honorees. Yeah, uh, some uh, special uh, business people have been uh, selected by the Chamber of Commerce to honor today uh, for a lot of good reasons, as we just heard. We're going to talk about the business and the business environment here and how that's changing here in New England. But first, let's get the very latest in business news headlines from Charlie Pellet. All right. Thank you very much, Corey Johnson. Thank you, Carol. And we are looking at a down day right now. Little change is the key theme here. Uh, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all retreating today. But again, we have got the S&P down by less than one point. Dow Industrials is down, uh, are down six points, a drop there of less than one-tenth of one percent. NASDAQ is down two points, also a, la- a loss of uh, less than one-tenth of one percent. So stocks are edging lower. Mirroring European equities following the French election victory for Emmanuel Macron that investors had largely priced in. Earnings season is winding down. We do have stocks moving lower, as we mentioned. As for the big picture for earnings, Jill Carey Hill is U.S. equity strategist at Bank of America Merrill Lynch, and she was interviewed this morning on Bloomberg Television. Sales growth is finally starting to come back, and we're seeing some sustainable trends there. So sales beat expectations this quarter. Um, this is the sixth consecutive consecutive quarter that we've seen sales growth improve. And I think, you know, more importantly, even when you take out the effects of currency and you take out energy, we've seen constant currency sales growth for the S&P improving now for three straight quarters. So I think it is a sign that demand is starting to come back and analysts are now starting to, to take up their sales numbers. Gold is up 70 cents the ounce to 1227, up one-tenth of one percent. West Texas intermediate crude higher by 24 cents a barrel, 46.46, up five-tenths of one percent. And the tenure on 8.30 seconds at yield 2.38%. Recapping, stocks lower, little change, S&P down a point, a drop of less than one-tenth of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. That's exactly where we are on this Monday. Carol Master, Corey Johnson, Bloomberg Markets live from the Greater Boston Chamber of Commerce annual meeting in Boston. And at a time when many companies are still struggling to be more diversified, even though research research shows that companies perform better when they are, our next guest is working to make corporations and institutions become more diverse. She's also being honored this evening uh, at the Greater Boston Chamber of Commerce event. Carol Fulp is CEO of the partnership. Uh, she joins us now. Nice to have you here on Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Carol. Tell us what the partnership mm-hmm. is and does. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the partnership uh, helps to ensure the economic competitiveness of the region. And I say there are lots of organizations that do that, including the Chamber of Commerce, New England Council. But how we do that at the partnership is by attracting developing, retaining, and convening professionals of color. And we work with them to ensure they reach their full potential. We also work with our client corporations to help them create climates where diverse professionals can thrive. 
What do you what uh, climate do they start with? I mean, race has always been an issue throughout this throughout America throughout the history of America, but it's particularly in Boston, particularly in the last week or so with with the nonsense going on at Fenway last week. And I just wonder, you know, how the, that environment in Boston is, is so particularly important here. It's it's critical when you think about our global marketplace. You want to have organizations that reflect that marketplace. You also want to consider the fact that Boston now is a majority-minority city. Fifty-three percent of people of color are here in Boston. So in essence, that's the workplace. And so organizations really want to create climates where, at the end of the day, they can attract the best talent of all kinds. I find it fascinating what you're saying about creating a climate, because there are still a lot of companies out there that are not welcoming. Um, what is crucial to have a climate at a company? And as I said in the introduction, diversity is what makes stronger companies uh, financial outperformers, if you will. Uh, men, women, uh, people of, of different backgrounds. But what is it that creates an environment that's welcoming? Well, study after study indicates that in order to have innovation, that you need uh, diversity of thought mm-hmm. at the table. You don't want to have group think. And so organizations have to realize that diversity is really critical at every stage, at every level of the organization. What you might find now is that the more entry level are diverse, given the millennials. Right. Millennials are greater in number than baby boomers, and 40% of millennials are individuals of color. So just given those statistics, the young individuals in organizations are more diverse. But what's important is when you go up that corporate ladder to ensure you have diversity, female, you have diversity in terms of disability, diversity in terms of difference at every level. So it has to be a really thoughtful management style, if you will, is what you're saying. You really have to, because you hear a lot of companies, right, Corey, we talk to a lot of people that are say, oh, you know, we're diverse or we want to have a diverse workforce, but... They all say that. They all say that. <laughs> I guess what they I'm trying to say there. is it's got to be, what, something more formal. What do you find the companies that are successful in making sure that they have a diverse workforce from the lower level all the way up? They put one of their top leaders in charge of this issue. They indicate by putting someone who has solved many other business issues in charge of diversity. And it's a signal to the organization that this is important and that it's a challenge. And like any other business challenge, we will develop a strategic approach to be successful. And the messaging is that if we don't do this, our client companies, or our competitors, I should say, will, and they'll succeed. There, I, I, how are the challenges different with the types of companies that are starting up today, which tend to be smaller, uh, more disparate, have fewer workers? Well, I think it's challenging when it's a smaller uh, organization, uh, but certainly larger companies. I, I know why the cage bird sings. <laughs> I hear it. You hear <laughs> it is spring. Yes. Well, it's so, so <laughs> wonderful to have a little chirping bird here at the convention convention center. Um, but larger organizations have the bandwidth. Uh, they are able to attract uh, the workforce of. Um, 
all different kinds. So it's tougher with smaller companies. It's tougher with smaller companies. It is. It is. I mean, that's the one thing about diversity is, is diversity of ideas, diversity of people might feel uncomfortable at first. It might feel like it's not the most natural step to take, but it's a necessary one. But at the end of the day, if you're a person of difference and you're interviewing and someone says to you, you know, diversity is important here and that's why we need you. We don't uh, have it yet. We're not where we want to be, but you can help us get there. Wouldn't that attract you to that organization? Absolutely. It says something, especially when you hear it from the top or the senior uh, management. Um, Carol, congratulations. Looking forward to hearing more this evening. Thank you, Carol. Carol Fulp, she's CEO of The Partnership. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on this Monday. Carol Master, Corey Johnson, we are Bloomberg Radio. Let's go look at some world and national news headlines with Bloomberg News anchor Nathan Hager on 991 Studios in our nation's capital. All right. Thanks, Corey. Uh, Senate Judiciary Subcommittee is just getting started on a hearing into Russian election meddling. The chairman of this subcommittee, Lindsey Graham, says the issue should be a concern for all involved. It should be an Article 5 uh, agreement between both major parties, all major parties, that when a foreign power interferes in our election, it doesn't matter who they targeted. We're all in the same boat. The senators are expected to hear from former Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates. She is planning to testify about her warnings to the White House about Michael Flynn and his contacts with Russia's ambassador. Two former Obama administration officials tell Bloomberg President Obama himself urged then-President-elect Donald Trump not to hire Flynn as national security advisor during the transition. White House spokesman Sean Spicer says the former president clearly wasn't a fan of Flynn's. Which is, frankly, shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone that given that General Flynn had worked for President Obama, was an outspoken critic of President Obama's shortcomings, specifically as it related to his lack of strategy confronting ISIS and other threats around. But Spicer says if former President Obama were really concerned, why did he allow Flynn to keep his security clearance? An ally of French President-elect Emmanuel Macron says he will push for an absolute majority in Parliament to push his pro-Europe, pro-business agenda. Richard Ferrand is Secretary General of Macron's newly renamed Republic on the Move Party. He says they'll present candidates for all 577 legislative districts on Thursday. Global News, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. This is Bloomberg.